on YouTube. Coca-Cola done filed a strike against. See, you see my hairline? <laughs> so, look, it ain't, like, it ain't, it ain't sharp. You know what I'm saying? It, pulled it a little bit. It's not Steve Harvey sharp, but, I mean, it's, it's all right. Ain't nobody going to be like, ain't nobody going to roll up and like, yo, man, your hairline. You know. So, but, but I, but I get it. Yeah, we, I just, we like, know like, a like, good barber. A good barber takes away the the excess. You know what I'm saying? Just the right. excess. Uh huh. Facts. A, a bad barber tries to create a line. Yeah. Yep. That's true. He, he doesn't follow what's already there. All you gotta do is just follow what's already there and and get rid of the excess. Nah, I have to make a whole. And just take away the excess. And yeah. Yeah. But nah, that's that's. And I just I just noticed it right off the bat. I started um, with them little Walmart sets, and mm-hmm. then I just stayed with it from there. Like I said, you know, if if people would notice I was wearing hats a little bit more than I usually do, then you would know what happened. But <laughs> that was, <laughs> but for the most part, I mean. You know, it works. You know, I, I I got used to my head and how my my hair grows. So, you know, don't ask me to cut your head though. I'm I'm only good with my own. So I get it. You you know you. Yeah. So you uh, do your sideburns and everything. Yep. Yes, sir. You got a guide, or you just know how to do it? I I just kind of freehanded, and sometimes it works great. Sometimes not so great, but. Again, it's mine. <laughs> like I did it. But with all that said, for those who have been watching so far, and so far, let me actually uh, welcome you all uh, here. <laughs> we live, baby. We live. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I am uh, your host, so to speak, Dante's Fine, with my, my brother. We literally grew up together. Man, Craig Mack is in the building. Salute. And, um, so... You know, throughout this thing, we may have a, another guest. Uh, Eric is not here with us. Now, funny enough, he's the one that set this meeting and set this time because he wanted to get it done uh, and to get this, you know, this first one out the way. It's our very first one. So we just kind of going to let it, you know, do what it do. And then he's not here. So, you know, uh, I'm kind of tempted to open this, opening this up to see who else may want to hop in and see whatever they want to talk about. Um, Get a random up in here. Yeah, just like who else want to come and talk about some stuff? <laughs> just, um, but yeah. So the the very first on the pilot episode, one of the co-hosts just kind of ghosted us, bro. Like it's it's <laughs> crazy. It <laughs> ghosted us. And you know um, you're gonna have an excuse. Of course, of you're course. Have a real good excuse. So. But yeah, this is just, uh, we don't even know what the name of this, we'll name this later, but uh, you know, this is just any and everything type of uh, production that we want to give and present to you all, uh, whether it be, you know, as you have heard, uh, you know, relationships, politics, sports, just whatever, whatever's going on in the world, we want to talk about it. This is just that, that vibe, but we just, we just want to chill. I guess you got the name right there. Yeah, see anything, anything, and everything. So we um, I honestly, if you, a, a little bit about ourselves. <laughs> we we we're just like your everyday, everyday people. 
um, your everyday common man, and and uh, oh, that's one right there, common man. And um, you know, we just have an opinion. We we live life and have some life experiences. So now we just want to sit and chill and talk about some shit. Um, I mean, Craig Mack here. He's a bit more decorated and respected in American society than I am. I am more of the uh, degenerate, um, but he is uh, a military veteran over here so you know supporting the troops and at least from my standpoint but um done a lot of things we both all are you know married with uh, little monsters running around the earth so uh beware of that and all right so we're talking about some shit so as of now as you hear my voice it is the day before election day the official election day so tis the season, bitches. Um, so <laughs> it, it will be a disservice if we go through this entire pilot, so to speak, and not talk about what's going on with this election. So you know what it is. It's Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Craig Matt. What's well, let's just, let's, just, let's, <laughs> let's call it how it is. Uh-huh. What you have is a difference of ideology that, that's let's just be honest like yep. if if you understand what donald trump has done if you understand what he has said what he has proven he will do mm-hmm. then what you're what what you're saying to me is i don't care what it looked like as long as the job gets done and it favors me yep because that's the that's the rhetoric i get from the republican party which by the way doesn't uphold Republican values. I think that's one thing that the the news media doesn't talk about. Right. Donald Trump is not a diehard Republican. Let's make sure we understand that. Mm-hmm. He has been a Democrat for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And then when he saw no plausible path to the presidency through the Democratic system with the Democrats, he just jumps shit. Pretty much. That, that, that's what he did. He, he jumped ship. He became a Republican. And I, for the life of me, I do not understand why any educated American or non-educated American, for that fact, can listen to him speak, listen to him tell untruths, because I don't know if he's lying. I just know it's not the truth. Right. And be comfortable and competent in his actions. It's beyond me. Yep. Now, I, I say that. Our counterpart is Joe uh, uh, Biden, uh-huh. who was instrumental in the 1994 crime bill that has put hundreds, if not thousands, of African American uh, African American males double or triple their incarceration time. Yep. And as as he's referred to them as hooligans or animals or whatever term you want to use to to target a certain group of people, he's done that. So here, here's here's my question is do you think because the the here's the main question or the main tag that we're talking about is Donald Trump racist and my follow up question is is Joe Biden racist what do you think about that all right so let's break racism down into two categories mm-hmm. you got individual racism and you got system systematic or systemic racism mm-hmm. right. For an individual to be racism, 
they have to be in a position of power, which Donald Trump is, uh-huh. to inflict or affect your way of life, right? Mm-hmm. So when we say he's racist, I find it difficult to point out legislation or actions he has taken that can specifically identify racism. The only thing that I feel like he's even come close to is the border wall security, how he tolerates that, Mm -hmm. and the ban on Muslims, you know? Uh, When you ban a people based off the religion, uh, there's some some racism in there, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not fear, it's I don't like you, you know? Right. And I'm going to use this situation or your religion against you so I can ban you or, or whatever he's trying to do. But obviously it got shot down by the court system, by the right. judicial branch, checks and balances. That's how it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know how to answer because because systemically he hasn't put anything into practice or hasn't been allowed to that really affects people. Like he, he hasn't put anything that says you can't live here. You can't work there, you know. Now, individually, there's evidence to support he's done that in his own businesses. He's kept black people from living in his hotels and apartment spaces. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, 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 I like to go by the evidence, and the evidence tells me yes, but not enough to really affect people on a large scale. Well, here's the thing when you deal with, like, Republicans and uh, conservatives, because it is – well, let me rephrase this. This whole political gang war is not even amongst Democrats and Republicans anymore. It's conservatives versus liberals. Um, and I'll always say one of my many, probably, uh, probably many hot takes of this segment um, is the Republican and Democrat gang war has destroyed more lives than any gang violence in American history. Um, but the thing is, it's a gang war. Yep. It's a gang war because it's because the thing they, they always criticize when it comes to gangs and gang violence is the, uh, indoctrinate the indoctrination of Mm. how the minds are altered to believe certain things to where, you know, you will die over a color, um, and different things and activities you will, will go into fighting over territory that really isn't yours, you know, stuff like that. Um, and that same indoctrination, that same, you know, zeal and just delusional support that you have for a particular sect of the political spectrum and people live and die on that hill and they don't care anything about actual truths or anything about actual facts. It's just, it has to align myself with this belief and uh, the delusional belief that I am right. Where I am, who I support, we are right, and we are always right, and no pun intended. And whoever is opposed to that is is the enemy. They are evil, and we are the righteous ones who needs to defeat this evil. And it's whether it's conservatives how they view liberals or liberals how they view conservatives. Back and forth, both sides believe they are right, they are righteous, and the other side is evil. So when it comes to Donald Trump, I don't think. I don't think that he's actually a racist per se, but I think he hangs his hat on dog whistling to the racist. Um, mm. Because 
for eight years under Obama, the Republican conservative side fear mongered their base as far as Obama's going to take away your guns. Obama is a Muslim, a secret Muslim. He's going to destroy America. Well, Obama was going to make America less white. And, you know, so the things that they were believing, Donald Trump just came in and was like, okay, well, you know, the dog whistle, make America great again. And who it emboldened that that side because they just knew that Obama was going to destroy the white people and take away all your rights and, and, and incite martial law and do all these things. He lit the fire under that, that racist part, that racist sect that is all over this country and allowed him to do, literally do the impossible. But he has such a base that will literally die for him. So it doesn't matter what he does, how he speaks, how he... Uh, holds himself he's going to have people who understands his rhetoric and he may not come out and directly say or directly do things or put things into law or action but people can hear the dog whistle people can hear the symbolism like even though they say well uh he didn't support or he's condemned white supremacy you know uh so many times several times he's been you know condemning white supremacy all the time well that doesn't mean he's not dog whistling to them it doesn't mean he's not emboldening them he's uh encouraging them so like when in the debate where he told the proud boys to stand back and stand by it's like did you think they took that as well you know well we got to stop what we're doing no they got encouraged they got excited and then all of a sudden you saw the proud boys everywhere to where even though you know they presented themselves as no we're not this racist sect but history will show that mm, you are you know um so i that's what i think about trump but i think biden is i don't think he cares for black people or the black community at all i think that he and other democrats think that they own black people and they own the vote uh, since we've been voting for them for decades, only because they are willing to be like, hey, this is a social issue that we're having. Uh, there is systemic racism. Um, so go ahead, come with us, vote with us, and uh, and we'll make it better. And they never do. Um, but I feel like as far as black people, we are literally stuck in the middle because not one side really cares about black people at all. And it's just... Are you dealing with the so, or an over? So can I hit it? Uh huh. So can I hit it from a historical side, right? Yep. When we when we look back and we go back, we start talking about civil rights, right? Uh huh. This is when we get into systemic racism, right? Mm -hmm. We should have never needed civil rights. Right. We should have had a government that was willing and able to protect American people. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. So then when you get this, you get the, the, the assassination of JFK, who was Catholic, who was able to reach young people, it created a movement. And what it did was it allowed LBJ, Lyndon B. Johnson, mm -hmm. to come up with the Civil Rights Act right after Martin Luther King was killed. So once action against black people took place with the assassination of Martin Luther King, we took action with rioting. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody seems to hate rioting. 
I don't condone it in any shape or form. But I have to admit, when you talk about it, they they give you a pacifier. When you raise your hand in anger, they tell you to calm down. But when you start tearing stuff up, when you start showing people you you about that life, that's when you get policies. That's when you get acts. Yep. That's when the Civil Rights Act was put into place, not because Martin Luther King died, but mm-hmm. because of the reaction yep. that people had in this country from his death. Then you get civil rights. Mm-hmm. So it's apparent to me when people decide to take action, things change in this country. Again, I don't condone it. I'm not saying it's right. I definitely don't condone violence. I don't think you can be valid against people that are 10 times more valid than you are. It's a lose, losing situation. I, but I, I do agree think there, uh, and not to, to cut you off, even though I am totally cutting you off, uh, I totally agree that, uh, you know, the whole violence begets violence and, that, and, and you can't. But at the same time, I still don't necessarily agree or believe that, you know, we're going to love the hate away. Like, even though, you know, for those who are with our Bibles and stuff, you know, we know that, you know, you overcome hate with love and all that. I get that. But at the same time, I'm not really too interested in um, allowing my oppressor to, you know, oppress me without me fighting back. I feel feel like, um, because this is the problem, um, America really had no plan and has no plans for black people because we were never meant to be seen as equal, even as uh, when Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves that American, that Republicans will love to bring up. Well, it was us that freed the slaves. I was like, yeah, but you didn't free us because you, you liked us or had some type of compassion for us. You freed us because uh, it wasn't our benefit. Yeah. It was a military strategy. And even then, y'all still did not believe that we should be equal to the white men. So you had no plan for it. You just said, okay, you're free. And we'll just let the, the, the states deal with how we deal, how they deal with y'all being free. So here comes the black codes. And here comes, so it's like, you know, you, you haven't shown that you really cared about us. So the thing is, I really can't say that I don't condone riots, honestly, because it's just a simple message. Um, there's the, the activist um, Fannie Lou Hammer. I think I'm totally mispronouncing her last name, but um, she was, you know, a, a popular, very powerful activist back in that in her time to where she just sat down and was like, it's just simple. We're saying, you know what? We know this country was built from our blood. It was built on our backs. And we're just saying either give us what we deserve, treat us the way that we deserve to be treated and or and you will give us what we know we deserve to have. And if you don't, then we're going to tear it up. If you can't, if we can't have what you have, then we will tear up what you have. So if we can't have it. Nobody can have it because, you know, they talk about, well, you know, why are you destroying your own communities? It's like, well, it's not ours. It's not our community. We've That's been right. boxed right. in an area and redlined in an area and and the and literally created a ghetto because you wanted to keep us out of your suburbs. So, you know, you we own nothing there because the the school systems is trashed. Our our hospitals, if we have them, 
uh, we don't have banks, so we got check cashing places, and we don't have supermarkets and things like that. We got ABC stores and 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 all these other places that really brings no value. Our school systems again are horrible, so we have no housing, so we have the projects, and all we do is rent, 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 rent. And we have no no way of, of getting out because we can't even move to different areas. So we just don't have the money or the resources to do so. So it's like, and the people that are there, they're not owned by us because we're not able to build any type of assets to own anything within our own community. So it's like, we don't own anything here. So no, it's not our community. This is just where a lot of us live. And so I'm like, nah, yeah. I, I really can't say that I don't condone it because you know it's it's just the voice and the message of if you won't hear us, we will make you hear us. And the thing that I I come from, even with MLK, he's like, you know, now you know, uh, I understand the voice of writing is the voice of the unheard. Um, but also it's just the the aspect of you know, just the point of a protest, the point of a riot is to get your attention. And again, Martin Luther King mentioned that, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, basically the problem that we have is, and from a lot of the criticism that I get from a lot of white people, uh, it's like, well, you know, you shouldn't, you have to rise and, you know, destruction of property and blah, 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 blah. And Martin Luther King was like, well, the problem that we're having is it's not so much as the racist. We know the KKK and, and the white nationalists and all of those. We know they're racist. We know they don't hate us. So we know what vibe they're on. We know how they're going to come. The problem is those who keeps telling us that they want law and order. Uh, they want us to, you know, not destroy stuff. That they want this, this fake veil of peace and control just, just so they won't have to deal with the issue. Just so they won't have to come forth and step up to the plate and actually put 10 toes down with your stance on the issue. Um, so, you know, you would rather have us, you know, be quiet and, you know, you don't have to riot, you don't have to destroy your properties and blah, 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 because, you know, what's that going to do? How is it? But as you mentioned, when it's done, things get done. Uh, so, you know, so that, that's just kind of, so t tomorrow uh, I'm calling it D-Day. I'm actually off work tomorrow and I am happy that I am because um, I do not want to be out because uh, everyone, you know, there's been talk of uh, people, um, uh, you know, riots and stuff is being threatened from, from the right. Uh, and, you know, people are already boarding up businesses and, and stuff like that. Um, I don't even know if I want anyone to win. I mean, and I, that's, why? Yeah. Why? why? Yep. What's your board enough for? Every business has insurance anyway. Yep. The city has insurance anyway. What you boarding it up for? You're, you're that fearful? If you're that fearful, you should close your shop, you should sell it, and move somewhere else. And get out the way. I just don't understand. Yep. So I, I don't if they, even if they want to get to your building, your that little piece of wood you put up, that's just kindling kindling on the fire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Yep. I, I I see it like you know, I, I don't even see a winner because I just I don't know. I, I just don't have any faith in, in any candidate because and mainly it's the the people it's not even some i'm not even looking at donald trump or joe biden i'm looking at the people who support them and just you know being on social media seeing the rhetoric that i hear from people who support trump 
uh, white and and black, unfortunately. Um, and seeing the people from right. the rhetoric that I hear from those who uh, are more the the leftists, so to speak. Uh, I, I just I don't like the rhetoric. I find myself stuck in the middle. Like the, I, I see bullshit on both sides, and I don't. So like I, I can't see myself siding with anyone because they're just some things that are just hard no's or emphatic deal breakers for me. And I just can't see myself uh aligning myself with anyone. So I like I was you know, libertarian. But then at the same time, it's like, eh, right now libertarians, all they care about is guns. I get that. I'm a, I'm definitely an avid Second Amendment supporter, but you know, I, I I am more concerned with just the state of people that look like me in this country more so than more so than even that. So I don't know, man. I don't know. So, but that is that. Well, let me tell you what I say. I think I think you're on a good path when we talk about what we, what we need as a people. We need actual government representation. We need a third party candidate. That can compete against the Democratic and Republican Party. Yep. Because if you think about it, if you really think about this, there's no difference between a Republican president and a Democratic president. They do the exact same thing depending on which way the wind is blowing. Yep. Republicans are known for being the party of inclusion until Donald Trump gets into office. Then all of a sudden, they're the party of exclusion. Yep. You know? Uh, Reaganomics was supposed to be this great economic deal. It didn't work out in mm-hmm. the 80s. It ain't work out in the 90s. It didn't work out in the 2000s. So it, it doesn't matter which president you pick. They all did something we liked. They, we all, they all did something we didn't like. So personally, I don't think there's a difference. I think they're on the same team. I think they're, they're just jockeying for power, but not really trying to apply a different ideology. Right. And I just think that whatever the case is, black people would never be at the forefront of their interests. Um, and that's why I right. do think that there needs to be a, a third. Well, I, I really can't even say a third because there are actually was like four uh, political parties. I know there's the, the libertarian, there's the green, the, the green party, there's the constitution constitutionalist party um so there's other political parties um but i do believe uh, it's not strong enough yeah and it's like as we talked about uh, you know in a um going off on a tangent so this is actually i mentioned this to pilot this is actually like our second episode because the first one that we got all together and talked about um somebody didn't hit the record button and i don't know who would have done that you know, just such a fucking idiot. Who would do something like that? So, but as we talked about in the in our first meeting, um, like P. Diddy, you know, he's starting a, you know, a R Black Party. I think that's the name of it. Um, is it R Black Party? Yeah, R Black Party. Uh, that's P. Diddy's uh, Black Political Party. Um, and they got a website, rblackparty.org. Uh, I just pulled it up here and I will show you what it looks like for those who are like watching right now. And it's, uh, that's all right. It's all right. It's already too African centric. We're 
yeah. not gonna draw in other masses. So th- this this is what it looked like. Can you see it? I see it. Yeah, so it's like you know he got the Angela Davis quote: "I am no longer accepting the things I cannot things change. I, cannot I, change. I cannot accept." So it's like, all right, um, which is fine. But here is the thing: like I I feel like it's way too late. This came what maybe a couple of weeks, two or three weeks ago. Uh, right around the time of Ice Cube and this, you know. Uh, contract with black America that everybody was giving them shit for, you know, for he sat down with Donald Trump and, and tried to sit down with the, you know, Republicans uh, and the, the Democrats. And I, I just feel like, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's something that I would I honestly get behind. I have to really look into the politics of it. What politicians or people of power have discovered works best is if I pull the trigger, I make more enemies. Uh-huh. But if I give you the gun and get you to pull the trigger on yourself, there's nobody left to blame. Right. So, like, when I and, – and this is nothing against movie stars or entertainers, but that is our only source of power. Mm-hmm. Entertainment, movie stars, that's where our source of power is. That's not where our counterparts power is. So nope. I always feel like we are at a disadvantage when we're talking political gains, political power, and our biggest representatives are music execs, artists, dancers, mm-hmm. because these are inherent positions that was given to us anyway. Yeah. You know? Just because P. Diddy makes a lot of money doesn't change how he made his money. It doesn't change who he is mm-hmm. to them. But the, it goes from to them. Yep. It, it goes from um, this has always been uh, a liberal thing. They've always reached out to those actors and actresses and entertainers because they know they have more visibility Influence. and fans to follow them and influence as you said so you know and this goes back Malcolm X talked about how liberals would do this um, and he's like you know I I wouldn't be looking towards an actor or a singer or any type of entertainment or entertainer that should tell me about the politics of my life like it's the very reason today why people gave Joe Biden shit because he sat down with Cardi B of all people to talk about black affairs and, and politics and stuff and not someone with the intellectual or someone Acid, with, even yeah. with the wherewithal to just challenge him on some policies and, and really hold his feet to the fire as far as what are you going to do for us? You know, why should, why should we vote for you? And it's not some bullshit reason of, well, if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. Like, now nah, we need more than that because we, we're tired of this, that shucking and jiving, that dance. Or you remember, you remember when um, you're familiar with Roland Martin, right? Yes. So I don't he know if you remember. Own, uh, TV show. Uh, yeah. So he does the Roland Martin unfiltered. I'm a, I'm a fan of his content, but there was one part where <clears throat> he was 
um, he was with Hillary Clinton, and and he and doing the, the whole campaign trail, and I'm a, I'm gonna bring it up to where yeah they talked about some you know a little policy here and there blah 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 but the main thing that got the most attention the most attention was uh, them dancing you know he asked Hillary Clinton if if she can do the wobble right and then. You know, oh, oh my God, she's doing the wobble with Roland Martin. So now they got to be, oh, oh, she cool now. She cool. So, all right. You know, so it was, it was, I don't know. So, like, I don't know if you can hear it. Can you hear it? You just lost the black vote right there. <laughs> you see? Yeah. Can you show me how you, you go, do it? I can show you how to do it. You're going to pick up some votes, trust me. Well, but, well, but, I, but I got to see it in order like, to know some, it. I'm like, you need some music. I don't really need music, but I'm just saying. Okay, who can show me? Come on. Don't be right, shy. So, I told you. All right, we're going to. So it is like, I ain't even going to go through showing it all of it, but it was like just that whole rhetoric. Oh, you can't wobble, or you need to do the wobble, or you lost a black vote because because you can't do the wobble. So I'm like, like okay, um, and I got my own opinions as far as you know Hillary Clinton there, but you know that's the thing I always feel like the left always gets wrong. Like stop pandering to us, and it's like you come around every four years wanting us to vote for you, and you haven't done shit. You haven't done a thing. Um, and honestly, the most egregious thing I, why I'm like, you know what, I can't even vote and go Democrat is the way y'all hijacked and co-opted the Black Lives Matter movement. So it's like you completely hijacked the message and made it something completely different. And now when everyone thinks they're they're donating to the the intended, the original Black Lives Matter for the message, it's going to the Democratic political party and yet they don't raise seven eight hundred million right with that so it's like and that and not a dime is going back into the black community where that movement is named for but you it's a front again you using black people as a shield for all this other bullshit that you got but who gets the backlash who gets the contention who are people think they're standing up to blacks so they're like well you know it's not black lives matter all lives matter because they think that oh no well what about my white life what about this life, that life. What about blue lives? It was like it's not even a, a fucking thing as a blue life, but it a blue life matter more more to you than a black one. So it was like, you know, okay. So I, I just find it to be just like straight up complete bullshit as far as the way they pander to us. It, it pisses me off, man. It pisses me off the way they pander, and it's like I, I kind of want. It, but it, we allow it. We yes. allow it though. Yes. It's allowed, yes. Allow behavior. Because I think we don't we don't do we don't stick to what our grandparents did. We don't stick to what our parents did, and we don't stand by our principles. Mm-hmm. When somebody like Hillary Clinton, uh, African American TV show, we ought to be holding her feet to the fire. Yep. You want our vote? What are you going to do for us? Mm-hmm. We shouldn't even be asking about the wobble. Why are we worried about entertainment? Why are we worried about entertainment? Yeah. Right. That's not that see that that and Roland is very smart, very intelligent. Mm-hmm. I take nothing away from right. his credit. If it would have been a black person, Roland would have grilled that person 
until their skin came off their bone. Yep. He did it with Dr. Omar Johnson. Yep. He did it uh, with other political leaders. But as soon as a white person comes on there that has some actual power, can you do the wobble? Can you do the wobble? Yep. What, do, what difference does it make? What, what difference does it make? There's no president. There is nothing that a president does that requires them to do a wobble. Right. No. Nothing. Nothing at all. But if you want our vote, you got to dance. You better dance. I'm like, okay. Right. I, I, I just don't. I just don't. I just don't got time. So, but now it's, but even now, the Republican Party is doing the same thing now. So I, uh, they thought they had 50 Cent. 50 Cent uh, came out and, and said he was going to vote for uh, who's backing Trump, but then he kind of backed off of that. Lil Wayne then came back. Lil Pump, which I haven't listened to a song of his music, but he just looks like he's trash. Um, all these other, they, they're, they're getting <laughs> other actors and actresses and entertainers and quote unquote rappers. Uh, they're doing the same thing. So it was like everybody's pandering. And one point before we get too far along, and we'll get off this political shit because it's just, uh, I can go on and on. Yeah. Why I will not support um, P. Diddy and the Our Black Party thing that he's trying to go through. Um, and I would, I'll, I'll go back to the screen because this is what I really meant to show. Um, what I really wanted to show is if you notice at the bottom or even if you look up here at the top you know when it asks for donations when it asks for an act blue express account or down here at the bottom where it's paid for by act blue actblue.com act blue is a democratic housing thing for donations and, and finances so um you say this is a black party for black people but the money that's being given to you is still going to Democrats. Mm. So I'm like, what? Like, you think we're stupid, honestly. But like, you put they don't it right think there. it. They they put it into action. They and like like I. What the fuck are you doing, Diddy? Like, okay, oh, this is our party. We got you. Got to do this for us. But you're still under the, the Democratic umbrella. What what are you doing? Right. Like, do, do you really think we that stupid? Well, obviously, yes, you do. So the Black Lives Matter, same thing with their website. You donate, it's going to the Democratic Party. So it's just another funnel to get money to the Democratic Party. And it's like, to do what? And what are you going to do with our money? Nothing. So we're going to get uh, more rights and stuff for, you know, the LGBTQIA plus percentage sign community. Um, you know, all these other things are going to go into effect. Uh, you push all these other agendas behind the label of Black Lives Matter, where we are literally a shield for these other liberal agendas. Like, I right, did he? So you, you, you fucking playing with us? You playing with us, bro? Like, so, but, but yeah, that's that's just that's just that. So like, nah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't even rock with this because, like, you really think we stupid? Like this isn't a our our own black political party. It's it's a democratic sect. So all right. But um, but for those that have watched and and or listened this far, thank you for checking us out. Um, let us know in in the comments that you know where you found this uh, podcast and or stream. 
uh, let us know what you like, don't like, comments, questions, concerns, and stuff like that. Be sure to like, subscribe, and do all that great stuff. Uh, we will do the best that we can to hear you guys. Uh, let us know as far as there any particular thing you want us to talk about or take a note to. Uh, we will definitely listen. Um, yeah, we appreciate it. And until next time, you know, be safe. If you're going to vote tomorrow um, or November 3rd, whenever you hear this, I hope you are safe. Uh, please stay safe. That's the thing. And uh, be safe for your families and take care. We'll see you again soon. Peace.